Hello, welcome to the High Hops Podcast with your host, Bradley Y. With me as always, Dark Beer Guru. Oh, I wish. Phoebe Ward. Yo. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. All right, fun. <laughs> We're back uh, this week uh, to delve into dark beers. Isn't that Not right, Phoebe? all dark beers, but two... Two different styles of dark beer. It's similar to our episode on East Coast versus West Coast. Ish. We thought, what exactly is the difference between stouts and porters? Yeah. So I think, I don't think I know. And you're going to ask me. I think a lot what, of people know. <laughs> I think you're going you're, you're gonna to ask me and I'm going to embarrass myself. But after all, this is a podcast <laughs> by a beer newbie and you. By beer noobs. I'm still a Four I beer have newbies. no idea. So we're going to try and tackle the subject and probably be, to- be told we're wrong. Yeah. And therefore, we'll need to correct things next week. That's how it works. That's how it works. <laughs> so be sure to always check back the following episode to see what we got wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Phoebe, do you want to take it away? Oh, yeah. Well, Bradley, <laughs> <laughs> what what do you think makes a stout? What is a stout? Define stout. Stout. Uh, stout and porter? Or no, just stout? define stout. Oh, I don't know. In that case, I was gonna. Oh, okay. hopefully, hopefully, you were gonna ask me about like what I thought the difference was between the two. Well, okay, we'll ask you that then instead. Um, so I would say that, I mean, for the longest time, I've always associated it with like stouts tend to be a bit thicker. They're like heavier. They tend to be on the more stronger side. But I know that that's not necessarily always true. Mm. Um, because I think like for me, for a long time, I just was like, oh, it's like a porter just a weaker stout because I always find porters to be a little bit more thinner mm-hmm. they're not quite as thick a little bit lighter but as I found they can still be like 9% I think I think that's right but I, I genuinely yeah. don't know what the difference is like is there much difference in the way that they're brewed or is it because of the way they're brewed that that makes them different I don't I genuinely don't know mm-hmm. that's very good I mean I agree with what you said yeah and yep. I believe that uh, a lot of people would say the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll kind of go through mm-hmm. and then it will kind of make more sense as I go, I think. Okay, okay. Right. So, um, we're starting with Porter. Sorry, let me turn my pages. Oh, I did put a bookmark in. So, a Porter... They kind of, they came first, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Um, but the the birth story is not so like set in stone, ingredients and recipe. Okay. But um, porters are like in the seventeenth century. Yeah. They were known as like an amber or like a chestnut brown ale. Yeah. So yeah, like more of an ale. Okay. Um, so like the word stout hadn't really come up out yet okay um so yeah it's like a well it was yeah cheap potent flavorful and wholesome yeah and it's named porter because it was really popular with like the transport workers okay so literally porter as in transport okay right yeah which is i think is quite cool yeah um yeah and same way that it wasn't like a set thing recipe whatever then Mm mm-hmm it isn't now either. So it's completely different now to how it was back then. Uh, well, apparently it has changed like so drastically in the three centuries that it's existed. Right. 
Like there's just, and I read that um, in London, you could like a connoisseur would be able to tell the difference between the different breweries because all of their porters were so different right. because there isn't a set way of doing it. So, so people were just making this up. People were just going at their version of what a porter is. Basically, yeah. So, like, originally it was kiln with black malt, um, then an extra pale, rich pale malt Mm -hmm. for efficiency because apparently using, like, kilning black malt was, like, really inefficient. But uh, in order to, like, create that darker colour and flavour, they put in, like brown or burnt sugar which apparently was illegal i'm not really sure why that's illegal but people just kind of turned a blind eye to it because it was yummy right okay. um yeah so it's that's three changes already and i think that's within a century mm. so yeah it's just so it's very very up in the air as to what it is essentially so, so there's not really a definition then not really kind of but not really like there are some i mean my definition would be porters are like you said kind of light i would say fruity right a lot of the time i can taste fruit um and they're they're clearer okay what i'd say um i prefer stout but i mean should we i mean we've got we've got one here bradley should we open this this porter porter? yeah sure okay that's fine it's by daya so sure gotta be good right It is very quiet. I mean, there's a noise gate on it, which is probably why it's... Well, I don't have headphones on, and I think that's quiet. So... Right, do you want to describe what you're looking at? Sure. Brown. (laughs) It's actually a lot darker than I was expecting. But you can clearly... I mean, we're waiting until we maybe pour the stout, but Mm. I feel like you can tell that this is... It's not black. There's There's a tint of... It feels more... It looks more brown. Yeah. I would say that. Which I'd associate more from when I when I see a porter. Did you yeah. want to talk about which porter we've actually got? So this is Astral Plains by Daya. It's an English porter at 4.8%. Right, okay. So it's a lower ABV. Yeah. Um, so I asked, I basically asked Sam, uh, could we have... From Vessel Beer Shop. From Vessel Beer Shop. Uh, if you don't know who that is at this point, what? Um, yeah. I mean, this to... could be anyone's first episode, so it's always important to... <laughs> True. True. Um, yeah, I asked him to choose out of the stock that he had. Yep. The uh, uh, stout and porter, port, porter, that were closest to the, like, the traditional okay. style. So he gave us this. Okay, well, mine, my, yeah. my head's retained quite well. Yours has disappeared It's big bubbles. Somewhat. Big bubbles. Um... I had a sniff of it, and it like there's a, I guess an earthy. Oh yeah. Smell with porters. I haven't smelled it yet. I was going to say it's like in regards to body, it's mm. it's quite thin. Yeah. Like it moves around quite easily. But yeah. let's have a sniffy sniff. Yeah. Oh. It's roasty. Yeah, I think porters. I always find it has more of that roasty, earthy. Yes. Almost coffee-like. Yeah, that makes sense. Quality to, to a porter. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it genuinely reminds me... I used to work in a coffee shop, and I think this and other porters always kind of remind me of, like, the grind. Like, after you've yeah. done your coffee, yeah. Um, you know, we would have to move bags of used coffee grind mm. to the bins, and, like, that smell kind of yeah. reminds me of this a little bit. 
Yeah, I too have worked in coffee shops, and I agree with you. <laughs> I too have worked in coffee. Like that cold, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, been yeah. sat there it's for been a sat bit. There. Yeah, exactly, but like, yeah. and it's had time to kind of like... Because you use that to like, you know, for you can use it in your garden and stuff like that. Yeah. So just, that's where that earthy kind of that's, notes yeah. come from, I guess. Yeah, no, I'd say that. Let's have a sippy sip. There was an interesting thing, actually. You were talking about different people having different porters. Um, a good, good brewery. I mean, they're, they're a good brewery regardless. But something I think Sam pointed out um, that the Colonel mm. like to use old recipes. Yeah. Um, and I think they do have, is it called like London 1918 1860, something? 1860, I think, porter. from memory, yeah. And like that is meant to be a, a porter recipe from that time. And like, yeah. so I guess a good way of being able to not just see like, I mean, there are more traditional breweries doing, sorry, there are breweries doing more traditional porters. Mm. But if you wanted to see... I always think of the Colonel when I think of porters. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But like, if you wanted to see what that difference is, you know, you could try a, stat, a porter from, from Colonel and then try that specific 18 blah 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 yeah it's an 1860 export stout i believe yeah because i guess that recipe would be them following the way that brewery at the time was doing um that drink essentially but yeah it's just an interesting kind of thought that came to mind so yeah in regards to this beer it's got that bitterness yeah like malt bitterness yeah 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 and it is it's 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 thin it's light I've got that coffee flavour for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Like black coffee Which flavor. might not be for everyone because we know some people that don't like that coffee-ness in their beer. But I think generally with porters, uh, especially traditional porters, you're going to get that coffee flavour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that or it's like a dark, dark chocolate. Mm. Um, the World Beer Cup guidelines yep. state uh, a porter as a brown and, ro- and brown... Ugh. <laughs> They I'm keeping all this in, th- by okay. the way. <laughs> Great. Uh, they state porter is brown and robust. That's a word I struggle to say. Yeah. Um, this was decided at a time when porter hadn't been brewed for over 20 years, though. Oh, okay. So it's like it could have changed quite a bit in that time. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think it's hard even to do this at, like, tasters. And, yeah. like, um, judges, I can't imagine, because there's no specific well, thing. And I guess we're about to move into it, but like, is stout more defined, or is, I guess it, is so. it also kind of a looser? Is it also? It does it also feel kind of loose, like different people we'll do kind, it different ways. We'll kind of get into it, but I think it, me personally, I think it's a little bit more clear as to what it is and how to make it. Fair enough. Personally, but I'm not a brewer. Um, the only other different types of porter that I could like find in my research that you could get mm-hmm. were Baltic. Okay. And we've had Baltic porters before, and they're more just they're vinegary, very vinegary. Like they taste like. And like, just for idiots, why is it called Baltic? I think because it kind of tastes like Baltic vinegar. Okay. I think it might be more than that. I didn't look it up, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's it. You could put it as a dressing on salad. Oh, okay. Like I've actually seen a recipe where people do that. Right. Um. So yeah, it's it's. It's tart mm. in an umami way. I love that word. Um, yeah, and I'm not a huge fan of them. Yeah. But then I'm not really a huge fan of like sours either. And I kind of put the, that near the sour end because it's sour. Yeah. Uh, just like curiosity, could you age a porter the same way you would age like a stout? Yeah. Or is it okay? If anything, well, I was going to say you'd be 
better off. It depends. You'd have to check what hops are in it and everything. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, I'm just going to have a little look-see. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this vegan-friendly? I imagine it always has been. Yeah, I mean... The fourth in our English series of beers, Astral Plains is a traditional British porter, simple, Moorish and dry, a delicious porter with notable English hop presence, which right. I'd, I'd agree with. You can kind of, I was going to say it tasted a bit hoppy. It's got like the floral hoppiness in it. Okay. Do you want to take another sip? See if you know what I mean. Floral hoppiness. Mm. It's, it's underlying, it's in there. I don't, doesn't, it's not something that I can... It's got the ale flavour. Ale I agree with. Yeah. Like, you know, it does feel like... Traditional British hops. Is, Guinness is a stout, isn't it? It is. Feels more like a porter, in a way. What, a uh, Guinness? Yeah, I don't know, like, just for some... Yeah. We're drinking this and, like, thinking about, like, why, what, how I associated a Guinness. Like, Guinness feels like a dark ale. And this mm. feels like a dark ale, whereas stouts yeah. always feel a little bit more like... Guinness is quite light in Their own... Yeah, it, yeah. Mm. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, should we move along into stouts? Um, I've kind of got a few more facts. Okay. So, did you know that George Washington was a big fan of porters? No. Ah. It was not something I've ever wondered, <laughs> but now I guess I know. It was the first beer... Porters were the first beer in the world that were exported on, like, an industrial scale. Right. Um... And now it's like it's they've come to be like an English version or an American version, same way the most styles of beer well, have. I guess they're also easy to transport because they don't. There's no much. There's. I mean, I guess like they can still be quite flat. Yeah, they can be. I mean, yeah. you know, still have they've got carbonation. Yeah. But you know, I guess they'd be a lot easier to transport these kind of drinks across mm. to different areas as opposed to like a really hoppy, yeah, uh, fizzy thing. You know. Yeah, like a I, lager. You couldn't really do it with a lager. No, I think in America porters are substantially more hopped, though. Right. Um, like to the point of it maybe even being described as dank, which is weird. Interesting. So weird. But like the English ones, English porters showcase like restrained roasted bitter characters. Yeah. Um, it's basically everything that we're feeling in this beer and tasting in this beer yeah um yeah floral and earthy hops you said earthy i said floral yeah. that makes sense uh medium body creamy character and moderate carbonation yeah so that makes sense yeah but americans are more aggressive with their like dark malts so they make them really potent dark oh okay we got like it's yeah. really really strong basically yeah. so it's more of like the coffee or chocolate and yeah, medium body, moderate co carbonation, mm. and the hops are more in your face. So yeah, yeah, and that's kind of that's the very vague story of the porter. Cool. <laughs> Shall we look at stouts? Yeah, I'm going to finish this. It's nice. Boom. Better. That one was loud. You must have poured aggressively. <laughs> sure. Already black. It's looking black. It's not looking brown. Um, already on pouring, the bubbles are smaller, and the head is more. What's the word I'm looking for? Retained. Ret head, head retention, retention. has has Look better it. head retention. Look at it. Yeah, no, it it feels more like a. I mean, we're talking. We we're describing the last one as like a coffee, but this literally looks like. 
It is darker, but I would still say it's got that brown. Almost a melted melted ice cream element. What, so on the nose? Out. No, 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 to oh, the right. way, like, texture, the way it looks. Like. It's almost nitro, which is amazing. Yeah. Wait, let, let's find out, shall we? So uh, this is an imperial stout by duration called Fortitude. Okay. And this one is an 8.5%. So, yeah, already going with, like, the knowledge that stouts are stronger. Okay. Um, yeah, so this is an imperial. Um, there are other versions. Yep. Yeah, I'll go into this particular beer in a second. Okay, should we take a sip and a sniff? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not really able first. to get that much from it in terms of the oh, yeah. sniff. You know, it's not... Yeah. Whether we need to let it warm up. <laughs> See previous episode for details. See previous episode about whether to warm up your stout or not. Well, I'm going to keep it in my hands for a little bit. Okay. Um, we have had it sat out. Are you room. not going to put it in a in an oven? No, not right now. <laughs> I've put it in the glass now, and that would be very silly. Mm. Um, yeah, so we have had it out on the table for a bit of room temp, but we it's have, still a yeah. bit chilled. So um, I'll go into stout. Um, so well, I think I've said this in a previous episode, but a while ago, mm. that literally the word stout means strong and dark. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a use of dark malts. Other types you can get are milk, imperial, this one, uh, pastry, oat, coffee, oyster, and dry. Yeah. And the oyster thing is something I want to find out about. Is it literally oysters in it? Ugh. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, like, maybe the oyster thing is more just kind of like that. So I'm trying to think. I haven't had oysters all that much, but I get what they mean by oyster, but I don't think it's... I don't know. It's like an element. It's not, like, specifically bang on oyster. I don't know. I've heard that they use both the shells and the oyster in it. Right. Ugh. Maybe. <laughs> so, uh, in 1725, stout was a generic term for strong beer in England. Mm-hmm. Uh, a generation later, is exclusively came to mean, like, a strong porter. Right, yeah. That's a generation later. Okay. That, you know, porter was around. Um, in 1630... It meant strong black beer. Right. Um, they were eventually named porters. So all history that applies to porters also applies to stouts. Very complicated, these two, I know. isn't it? I know. So, like, when you read way back, if they're talking about stouts, they're talking about porters and vice versa. Great. Yeah. Just to make things more confusing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right, I'm actually going to sniff the skin. It's feeling warmer. Oh, okay. My head has been... But, this, but I've been sniff sipping it, to be honest. So. There's not a lot of smell in it. Oh. There's a little bit more when you drink it. But it's very like... Okay, I'm going to try it. Mm. Why do I get a vanilla kind of... I'm getting kind of vanilla yeah. Yeah, right? Sweeter. It's very much sweeter. Yeah. Nowhere near as bitter. No. But that's kind of the only thing I can pull away from it. I mean, mouthfeel is you know, soft. Mouthfeel is, you know... A lot softer. It doesn't feel as watery as the last one. Mm. Darker. Mm. But it's not... I mean, this specific one, at the very least, like, this isn't the same for all stouts, but... It's a very nice imperial. Oh, yeah. I, I tend to find imperials quite powerful, but this one's quite delicate and nice. Is that maybe because it's an 8% rather than, like, something crazy? Oh, this is still a high beer. Yeah, especially for duration. Yeah, no, it's very nice, actually. Like Low. Yeah, this one says that it's uh, time... Wait. Stout endures the ebb and flow of time, being encouraged to a bleak winter. Oh, okay. Caramel and burnt sugar on the nose. Couldn't yeah. really smell anything. 
Um, Liter bittersweet chocolate, toasted bread and coffee all enveloped in a rich, smooth mouthfeel. Uh, this imperial stout ends dry with light alcohol warmth to bring great fortitude. Oh, fair enough. Um, I, I wouldn't yeah. say coffee, though. Mm. Not something I'm pulling from it. In the same way that most stouts and porters have a bit of a coffee edge to them. I guess, but not. I guess. I mean, in comparison to the porter we just had, which oh, I yeah. would describe as, like, coffee grinds. Yeah. This doesn't no. feel as close to that i think at that, all. like it's the only bitterness that's coming out of this is like a coffee bitterness right that's yeah. what i'd say that's where the coffee element comes in um they call stouts the son of the porter why is the that porter came like first and then oh. the stouts kind of like the same but not <laughs> same but not <laughs> you know like a child. yeah it's like oh it's the same dna but but it's not Right. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, like you mentioned earlier, Guinness is uh, an Irish stout, yep. which is one of the different stouts you can get. Yeah. Um, and they use roasted barley rather than a roasted malt. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the beginning of the 20th century, stout was apparently a drink for invalids. <laughs> Oh, okay. And was often sweetened with unfermentable milk and sugar lactose. And these are like are popular in the US. They're basically milk stouts. Right, okay. Um, which I like. Oh, yeah, you love a milk stout. <laughs> you like sweet. Stout. You like sweeter stouts. I have a sweet tooth. <laughs> yeah. Imperials are stronger, duh. And it derives from the style's popularity in the Russian monarchy. Right. Yeah, through most of the 18th century, that is. I don't know how popular it is in Russia now. Uh, don't they like vodka yeah well, i mean that's the stereotype but i'm assuming it comes from something yeah well it, it it's cold isn't it in russia yeah so drinking stouts makes loads of sense warms you up it does apparently so does vodka <laughs> technically what alcohol does that well it has to be strong though uh, okay uh. yeah <laughs> Um, I've written this down here, but I'm not 100% sure of it because mm-hmm. I've kind of put it in my own words. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, my resources for uh, today's episode yep. is the Craft Beer Dictionary. Okay. Um, Randy Mosher's, obviously, Randy Mosher's beer tasting book, second yep. edition. And uh, This Ain't the Beer That You're Used To by Dom Ducci Cook. Both those books you've mentioned about I, before. I have mentioned all you these have, books. Yeah. I just wanted to say that it isn't just all me um it's never all me what divides porters and stouts Mm -hmm. is the malt bill so stouts stick with barley and porters use like the black roasted malts but that might not always be the case i don't want to like just say that and then it's actually no (laughs) so i think basically what we're taking from this Mm. is that no one really knows what the difference is, apart from I mean, I'm like sh- when you taste it. I guess. <laughs> That's the, seriously, I've been doing this research, and I'm like, so what is it? Like every single one is like, oh, I wish I could tell you what the difference was and what a porter really is, and I'm like, great, great. <laughs> I guess they're they're so close that there's and there's processes that come from both of them that. It makes it hard to distinguish by the sounds of it. But from what we've understood, porters were something that were being made first. Mm-hmm. And stouts came along 
down the line? I think it's more the terms. So it was always porter. Yeah. And then the word stout came about. But it depends regionally. I think some people were saying stout, some people were saying porter, but they're talking about the same thing. It was confusing. And I think it just all comes down to history. Okay. And that's kind of it. And otherwise, yeah. But we still are putting the different words on the cans and the bottles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying is they could kind of just be called the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so, honestly. Right. I've had stouts that taste like porters. Right. And I've had porters that taste like stouts. <laughs> and I'm like, surely this is a porter. But so, yeah, I think for those that are wondering and they go into a mm-hmm. a tap a tap room or whatever and they're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Just don't think about it too much. <laughs> Just get it, try it. Yeah. You might love it. I weirdly think I'm more of a stout person. I would say I'm more of a stout person, but as we're saying, that basically doesn't matter that much. No. <laughs> but I feel like I could tell the difference between these two. Mm-hmm. Like what I was saying about... Oh, we haven't done them side by ...what side. I expected from a porter and what I expected from the stout. These two have both hit that for me. Yeah. Like, you know, the stout felt thicker, milkier. Whereas the porter, thinner... And I think it had more of a smell to it. You know, there's more... Yeah, I was just thinking this. The the stout smells like what a porter would smell like to me. And, okay. you know, but I'm trying the thing next to it. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, oh, you've got to take ABV into consideration. Oh. You know, because the porter is thinner and lighter. It's way more bitter. Yeah. But I've had stouts that have been this bitter. Interesting. There is a difference. <laughs> there isn't a difference, but there is a difference. I think if anyone ever does any research, that they'll they'll understand why I'm, like, befuddled. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoy both, but mainly stouts. Fair enough. I think the same. But I do like both of these particular brews. Day and duration, we can't really go wrong, can we? Oh, well, no, I mean, good good breweries all round. So if you're going to have a stout or a porter, you know, these are two breweries to, you know, that will be brewing the best ones. Yeah. But um, should we call it there on that kind of non-answer of a bombshell? <laughs> I've just looked at the back of duration, sorry. That's all right. And it's telling me, like, what the ingredients are. And the hops are Amarillo and East Kent Goldings. Yeah. And the... Malt is malted barley, wheat, and rye, which I think completely contradicts what I said. <laughs> oh, okay. But I did say that it's not always the case in regards to malt. Right. Well, hopefully this episode's been... <laughs> I don't know. Something. Right? Something. Um, you know, join us in two years' time when we revisit this again and Phoebe says the opposite to everything she said today. I think I am right. By okay. being confused. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for listening. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Castbox, Google Play. You can tell us we're wrong. On Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And you can email us at hellohighhops at gmail.com. Be nice. Yes. <laughs> but also, you know, if we're wrong, let us know. Yeah. Um, we'll be back again next week, hopefully, with potentially something 
something yeah Some, yeah something yeah okay yeah. i was going to say what it was but i guess we won't we i, I hate doing that don't fair do enough that. it jinxes it um but going forward we're going to be just dropping down to potentially an episode every other week um i'm heading off to go and work on a channel four show popular channel for seven show. weeks so i've got to try and uh, i'll be living away from uh from home <laughs> from home from phoebe yeah <laughs> so we're gonna try and do episodes um when i've got spare time uh but yeah. those might be uh I'll, I'll be my guest will be phoebe basically because i'll have yeah. be having to phone phoebe we've done it before though only for like little bits not for a yeah. whole episode um cool so yeah thank you very much for listening See you next week. Bye.